I'm Kylie, founder of Akanel Expeditions, the best adventure travel company that you've never heard of. This is a 35,000 feet podcast where we interview interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. From the next big CEO to coaches of your favorite teams to everyone in between, we've got stories to tell. Let's jump in. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. This is Dakota. And today I'm sitting down with Coach Diana Hendricks from the Miami University Red Hawks women's basketball team. Thanks for chatting with me today, Coach Hendricks. Oh, thanks for having me. No problem. We're excited to discuss your season and what you have in store. Excited to share. Well, speaking of this season, tell us about some of the highs and some of the lows that you're having so far. Yeah, so um, we're a first-year staff, so we just got here about nine months ago. Um, they're coming off two pretty successful seasons, 21 seasons, um, went to the postseason. And so now we have, but they graduated a ton. So we graduated four seniors that were um, produced a lot, points, rebounds, assists, I mean, just about everything. And so we're sort of in this rebuilding stage, you know. So okay. we have two all-conference kids, but then for the most part, everybody else is, is new. Um so yeah, it's just we're young, young and experienced. But in our non-conference schedule, we were able to to put together some wins that we probably uh, weren't expected to win. So we got a big win against uh, Pitt. That's okay. probably our highlight. Yeah, and then I don't know how much you know about the MAC conference, but it's a beast, <laughs> especially yeah. on the women's side. I was looking at the um, schedule. It looks pretty t- tough. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a monster. It's a monster. I think, in my opinion, it's the best mid-major conference in the nation. And so we've taken our bumps and bruises throughout the conference season, but uh, we've grown throughout each game. So I'm really excited about where we're going. Awesome. You said it's your first year coaching? It's the first year at Miami. At I was Miami, a head yeah. coach at High Point University for seven years. Oh, okay. So I guess like being a first coach at Miami, did you bring on like a whole new staff and everything? Yeah, we did. We did. Um, I actually took one of my assistants from High Point. Um, okay. This is our fifth year together. But besides that, um, the other two assistants are, are brand new. So I guess a little bit more about yourself. What got you into basketball? And, and more specifically after that, what you got you into coaching? Yeah, um, I'm from Indiana. So in my okay. opinion, it is the best <laughs> basketball state in the nation. <laughs> yeah, I won't disagree. Um, so I really had no choice. You won't disagree. <laughs> I won't. You're one of the few. You're one of the few. <laughs> yeah, who's, um, the Hoosier so State, no, right? The Hoosier State, come on. I mean, I did spend eight years in North Carolina, so I've been going back and forth with North Carolinians about what the best basketball state is. So um, <laughs> finally somebody that's in agreement. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, I come from basketball family. My mom played. She was an All-American. She won a national title. I mean, she was all everything. Oh, wow. And then my uncles and my cousins all played. And, and so basketball was sort of a thing. The funny part of this is I knew I wanted to coach before I even knew I wanted to play mm-hmm. because I was watching so many of my role models and idols coaching. And so it was just sort of one of those things where playing led to coaching. Um, once I was done putting the ball in the hoop, I just I knew I wanted to teach and mentor, and uh, one thing led to another. And so I guess you like coaching more than playing, or is it about the same? Um, well, with age, my body doesn't work like it used to. And so now <laughs> I'm more into the coaching thing. I'm, I'm definitely retired. Okay. <laughs> awesome. And you guys have a game tomorrow. So you're preparing for that right now, right? We are. We are. We're actually right in the middle of practice. We got a big, <laughs> tall test, task ahead. Um, we play Ohio, the Bobcats, who are actually uh, one of the top teams in our league. Okay. 
And if um if you win tomorrow, is that gonna like affect the seating for your tournament next week or anything? It will. It will. We're all sort of in a whole cluster right now. Okay. Um, the top three teams have sort of separated from the pack. Um, but tomorrow is a big day for the whole league. Yeah. Well, good luck for sure. Uh, thank you. Have you ever traveled as a team? Not not necessarily for games, but as a team building experience. Yeah, I always try to you know plan to where. Obviously, there's only so much time throughout the year, but I try to plan to where we have a few extra days where wherever we go, especially okay. if it's a flight. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the coolest part of of coaching and being a part of a team, especially at the collegiate level, is is being able to take players out of their region and getting them to experience things that they they wouldn't otherwise be able to experience. So I was down in Jacksonville, Florida. I was at JU for four years. Well, we only really recruited Georgia and Florida kids. And so we would take them out of, you know, the state and, and experience snow. Well, some kids hadn't experienced snow before, yep. you know, so bringing them back to the Midwest or, you know, just taking them out of region is a big thing. So we've been just about everywhere across the country. Um, but I really like to a lot, you know, a few more days just to sort of get out and see the city and experience things that they wouldn't otherwise experience. Yeah, that's awesome. How do you think these like extra travel experiences you do as a team help your team? Oh, it's everything. It's everything, especially on the women's side, because it's so relational. Okay. Um, you know, it's a lot of times it's just building community and, and fellowshipping together. And obviously that, that translates on the floor. Um, yeah. You start to build trust. You start to build love and care and um, you usually start to see results from it. So going back to this more about yourself, is there one thing that no one knows about you that you want to share? <laughs> um. I mean, I think anybody that knows me calls me an alien. I'm still trying to figure out should I be offended or not, but (laughs) um, I just, I approach things differently, I guess, and that um, I'm pretty open to just about everything. So as as a leader, most times you're in a position where you dictate a lot. Um, Well, my leadership style is very open, you know, and I literally want opinions from everyone from our players to our support staff um, to obviously my assistants and uh, we do it together. You know, we do it together. And so my my opinion or my voice doesn't weigh heavier than anyone else's. Um, so when people talk about player-driven teams, well, I give them a lot of situations to decide, you know, give them the knowledge, obviously, and the education to make good decisions. But um, really, a lot of times our players are making our decisions. And so it's different, just um, especially in a head coaching role. Thanks for sharing that. Going to, like, the recruiting side of stuff, so. If there are any athletes listening, but if there are any athletes in high school wanting to play at Division One or even just any NCAA Division, I guess, like, level, um, do you have any advice for them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say I could talk all day about, you know, how to prepare, but um, I think I say it all the time, but who you are anywhere is who you are everywhere, you know, and I think that means you've got to put your work in in the classroom. You've got to put it in in the community. Um, you know, it's just really working on your reputation all the way around as who are you, you know, what's your character? Um, because I think anybody can spot talent, but every coach in America is going to dig a little bit deeper and figure out, you know, who you are as a person and who you are as a student, who you are as a sister, who you are as a, as a daughter. Um, you know, and I just think who you are anywhere is, is who you are everywhere. Do you have some pretty great experiences, I guess, on your recruiting trips? Oh, man, it's everything. You know, you see so many people from different walks of life, and I'm constantly learning and growing from even 15-year-olds. 
<laughs> you know, just hearing their story. So, yeah, you get a whole bunch of stuff from, we always call it the entourage. So you're talking to AAU coaches and high school coaches and parents, but also sisters and brothers. You know, you're literally talking to everybody that's surrounding a player. So you, you get to learn and grow and, and give and receive. So I love those experiences. It's your first year at, at Miami, but have you uh, recruited internationally before? I'm not, I'm not familiar with, like, women's basketball at that level. Yeah, yeah. So at the mid-major level in general, um, international recruiting has, has really been um, become more popular as a, as a recent. And so we're actually trying to get into how to do that. Um, at Miami, our other sports have gotten really heavily into international recruiting. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm trying to fill my way around this place and figure out, you know, what is soccer doing? What is um, field hockey doing to get international kids? Uh, but it's a big interest for sure. Oh, cool. I guess to end, what is your next adventure, either you personally or as a team? Oh, man. Um, I'm actually traveling to Mexico soon for one of my friend's weddings. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know too much right now because, you know, it's season, so my my focus is all in season. But in May, I'm actually going down to, to Mexico for the first time for a personal trip. Awesome. Um, most head coaches don't get to do that, so I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> Does Miami have any uh, plans to travel internationally or anywhere with any other yeah, teams, yeah, I guess? Yeah, yeah, I know we are. I know we are. I don't know about other teams yet, um, but we actually have – one on the plans for either next year or the year after. Okay. Um, yeah, so we're allotted a European trip every one every four years. So uh, we're going to try to take an overseas trip best we can. Awesome. At a high point, are they Division One? Are they allowed the, I guess, international trip? Yes, they're Division One. We took two Cancun trips. So we went down to Cancun. Before I got there, they had taken a trip to Puerto Rico. Okay. And so it's on a smaller scale, but it's still, you know, out of the country. Yeah, for sure. That's that's great for the girls and for the teams in general. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. So I guess looking forward to next season, what are you most excited about? Uh, continuing to build. You know, I think everybody talks about culture, mm-hmm. um, but we're already building it now this year. And it wasn't the focus before, and it's become the focus this year, and our kids have really bought into that. Um, and then next year we've already brought – you know, we have four commitments coming in um, that are bought into our vision as a new staff and just continuing to grow on that. And ultimately it will lead to results. Thank you for uh, letting us sit down with you today and getting a glimpse into your, your team and also your future and, uh, and your career. It was great talking with you. Thank you so much, Nicole. Thanks for listening to the 35,000 Feet Podcast, where we chat with interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. Do you have a story that you want to share? Visit www.acanela.com slash podcast to share your story and be featured on our next episode of 35,000 Feet.